Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy here. Not sure if you're listening via uh, podcast or watching via YouTube, but really do appreciate the watch or listen, no matter how you're streaming it. Uh, today we're going to continue with our team reviews. We're going to look at the New York Islanders there. We'll take a look at their depth chart according to dailyfaceoff.com. I find them to be the most accurate, especially during the regular season. We'll check out their goaltending tandem, defensive pairings, forward lines, mention who's on their specialty team units, help determine some fantasy value as you prepare for your upcoming drafts. Of course, no Kadri. It looks like Calgary snaked him after it was reported there was a deal with the Islanders there. That kind of follows Lombardi. Anytime anything gets out, he tends to shy away. He doesn't really like leaks, so that kind of makes sense on why uh, he's not part of the Islanders there. So, anyways, enough about Cautry. We'll get right into it. Uh, goaltending tandem in New York is uh, Ilya Sorokin and Semyon Varlamov. Sorry, And Sorokin kind of came into his own. He's 27 years old. Last year, 52 games played. He was 26-18-8 with seven shutouts. 2.44 goals against average and a 925 save percentage. Really, really nice numbers for him. Took over the crease from Varlamov there and pretty much see that trend continued as Varlamov's on an expiring contract. Now, his partner Varlamov there, he's 34 years old now, so getting up there. Last year got into 31 games. He was 10, 17, and 2. He had two shutouts, a 2.91 goals against average, and 9.11 save percentage. So outside of the win total, the numbers weren't too bad. Really nice for a backup, but you're probably not drafting them as Sorokin should get the majority of the starts. But if you do play a, ro a rotating goaltending type strategy, you wouldn't be that bad to pick up on a light night, depending on who the opposition is there. Uh, defensive pairings. The first one should be Alexander Romanov and Noah Dobson. Romanov coming over from Montreal there. Uh, should be on the second PK unit. He's only 22 years old. Last year, 79 games played. He had 3 goals, 10 assists for 13 points. Threw 227 hits, 144 blocks, and 107 shots on goal. Now, with getting top pairing numbers and... The Islanders there, his offensive numbers should improve. He was really good for you in a banger league with those hits and block totals. So show some value. Is it enough with the lack of production? Remains to be seen, but I do see his production going up, so he might be worthwhile in the late rounds in a banger league there. Outside of that, in normal fantasy, there's not enough offense to warrant even with the high hit and high block totals there. Noah Dobson, his defensive partner, man, did he kind of break out last year. He should be on the top power play unit. With Pulak going down early in the season, him jumping up to the top power play, he really took the reins and ran with it. He's only 22 years old, and last year, 80 games played, he had 13 goals, 38 assists for 51 points. Really nice point total, no matter what age the defenseman is. With him being this young, probably should improve some. Uh, 22 power play points. He had 78 hits, so not going to wow you, but not going to kill you either. 154 blocks, really nice block total, and 190 shots on goal. So really fantasy relevant. He'll, 
For me, he's that mid-tier defenseman. The big names are going to go off the board first, but he'd be a nice consolation prize if you don't get one of those. Uh, second pairing is Adam Pellick and Ryan Pulak. The P-P-P brothers there. Adam Pellick, he's on the top penalty kill. He's 28 years old. Last year, 78 games played. He had 3 goals, 25 assists for 28 points. He threw 99 hits, 128 blocks, and 104 shots on goal. Some not great numbers, but not going to hurt you numbers. So if you have injuries in the back end there and need to pick somebody up, he might be worthwhile. Or at the very least, a streaming option on a light night for you should be able to help you out a little bit. Pulak is probably a little bit better option for you for the same reasons, but he could be deep deeper league still getting drafted there. He should be on the second power play unit and uh, second PK unit. He's 27 years old. In 56 games played, he missed a bunch of time. He had 5 goals, 16 assists for 21 points, uh, 6 power play points, 86 hits, 130 blocks, and 122 shots on goal. So still some decent numbers, but with Dobson kind of taking over the top pairing, top power play, you can see Pulak's Power play production decreased a bit, thus his offensive production decreased. So at the very least, he'd still be a streaming option, possibly a fill-in if you have too many injuries on your back end there. Uh, third pairing is Robin Salo and Scott Mayfield. Not really much fantasy relevance here, but we're going to go through all the pairings anyways. Salo, he's 23 years old. Last year only got into 21 games. He had one goal, four assists for five points, so over the course of a season, he's only a 20-point defenseman. Not bad for a third-pairing guy, but for a fantasy team, nothing to wag your tail at anyways. Two power play points. He had seven hits, 23 blocks, 24 shots on goal. So, again, nothing really fantasy-relevant there. Probably a decent defenseman on your hockey team, but not somebody you want on your fantasy roster. Scott Mayfield, he should be on the top PK unit, and he's 29 years old. He uh, got into 61 games last year, had three goals, 15 assists for 18 points. Again, not bad for a third-pairing guy, but not somebody I'm going to pick up. 77 hits, 109 blocks, and 80 shots on goal. Uh, top line on the island there will be Anthony Beauvillier, Brock Nelson and Kyle Palmieri. Now, Beauvillier, he's 25 years old. He got into 75 games last year, had 12 goals, 22 assists for 34 points. Under that half point per game, so realistically I'm not drafting him. But he does show spurts when he goes on streaks there where he might be worth picking up for a few games there if you do catch him on a hot streak and you got some injuries to fill a need there. Otherwise, I'm leaving him alone, to be honest. 11 power play points, 39 hits, 20 blocks, 154 shots on goal. And the next one's Brock Nelson. Should be on the top power play unit. He's 30 years old. Last year had a pretty nice, well, really nice season there. 79 games played. Put up 37 goals. So over that 35 goal mark, almost, almost nipped 40 there. 22 assists for 59 points. So nice point production, 14 power play points, 31 hits, 43 blocks, 171 shots on goal. Again, I expect him to be fantasy relevant. 
not drafting them too early because, well, there'll be better players available. But in the later rounds, he'd definitely be worth a flyer on for sure. Kyle Palmieri should be on the second power play unit. He's 31 years old. He got into 69 games last year, had 15 goals, 18 assists for 33 points. So under that half game point, so I'm probably not, well, I am not drafting him, but I would use him as a streaming ad on light nights. Definitely wouldn't have a problem with that. Six power play points, 77 hits, 18 blocks, and 156 shots on goal. Well, their second line on the island should be Anders Lee, Matt Barzell, and Josh Bailey. Now, Lee last year, he was 32 years old, should be on the top power play unit. He got into 76 games played. He had 28 goals, 18 assists for 46 points. Realistically, is a really, really down year. And then in the second half, he really, really took off. So if you get that Anders Lee, definitely worthwhile. If you get the early season Anders Lee, you probably wasted a pick on him. So for me, just because of that slow start, I'd probably still take a flyer late in the round because it was an abnormal slow start for him. Usually he's fairly steady Eddie there. Uh, 13 power play points, 94 hits, 30 blocks, and 159 shots on goal. Again, as I mentioned, I'd probably draft him in the late, late rounds, depending how deep your league is. He might get left off some draft boards just with how slow he started last year. Now, Barzell, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 25 years old. Quietly, not too bad of a season. 73 games played, he had 15 goals, 44 assists for 59 points. You'd like to see more production there because he really is offensively talented. With uh, coach changing there, it might open up offensively where you could really see Barzell take off. But still, 59 points in 73 games, you're still, he's still going to get drafted. Just a matter of how early do you draft him. Uh, 20 power play points. 36 hits, 17 blocks, and 161 shots on goal. And the last one on that line is Josh Bailey. He should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. He's 32 years old. Last year he got into 74 games. He had 14 goals, 30 assists for 44 points, 11 power play points, 19 hits, 26 blocks, and 87 shots on goal. For me, Bailey now, just given his age, I'm not going to draft him. He's going to be left off a lot of boards, so I'd kind of watch to see how he starts out. Might be a nice pickup early, or you might be able to stream him on lighter nights. Or if you didn't draft him and you are watching him and age just kind of shows the wear and tear, you're leaving him alone altogether there. Uh, third line is Zach Prise, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, and Oliver Wallstrom. Now, Prise should be on the second power play, and he's 38 years old now, so he's one of the oldest, if not the oldest, forward. I know Craig Anderson's older for goal. I'm just not sure about forwards. He might be the oldest there. I think Pavelski's only 37. Have to double-check that. But anyways, he's up there. 82 games played. He had 15 goals, 20 assists for 35 points. So really nice production given his age, but... Not worth a draft pick fantasy-wise there. Seven power play points, 
60 hits, 57 blocks, and 155 shots on goal. Now, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, he should be on the top power play and top PK unit. So for a third liner, it's going to get a lot more ice time than a normal third liner. He's 29 years old. He got into 77 games last year. He put up 18 goals, 21 assists for 39 points. So right around that half point per game there. So I'm probably leaving him alone just because of that production. But he'd be... One of the top guys that I do pick up in case of injury, depending where I am injured and depending how New York comes out of the gate. Uh, seven power play points, 171 hits, 53 blocks, and 126 shots on goal. And to finish off that third line is Oliver Wallstrom. He should be on the second power play unit. He's 22 years old, so still a young guy there. Last year, 73 games played. He had 13 goals, 11 assists for 24 points. So not great production, even if he doesn't prove on that because he's still a relatively young guy. Not worth a draft pick on. And if he's in the bottom six, I'm leaving him alone. Maybe watching a little bit to see if he does jump up to that top six, but realistically, leave him alone. Uh, eight power play points, 101 hits. 19 blocks and 157 shots on goal. Now their fourth line is Matt Martin, Casey Zizekas, and Cal Clutterbuck. A lot of hits on this line, so if you're in a banger league, pay attention. If hits aren't counted, <laughs> hit the snooze button, I guess. But Matt Martin, he's 20, or sorry, 33 years old, got into 71 games played. He had three goals, four assists for seven points, so no offensive upside there 235 hits so 26 blocks and 66 shots on goal so probably a 250 hit guy over a full 82 Casey Zizekas he's on the second power second PK unit sorry 31 years old 74 games played he had 10 goals 6 assists for 16 points 138 hits which is a really nice hit total. Low if you're on this line, but for other forward groups that we've already previewed, that'd be a really nice hit total. 43 blocks and 91 shots on goal. Last one, Cal Clutterbuck. He should be on the top PK unit. He's 34 years old now. Played only 59 games last year. Put up 6 goals, 9 assists for 15 points. So a little bit more offense than Martin. 229 hits in only 59 games, so he would have out-hit Martin too, so there's definitely good banger league play here. 23 blocks and 74 shots on goal. So if you're a standard scoring league, you're leaving all the fourth line alone. If you are in a banger league though, Clutterbucks would be your number one choice out of these guys, and then Martin of course. I do hope you did enjoy today's episode. If you did and you're watching via YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, and remember that notification bell so you don't miss out on any of these future previews. Maybe you want to catch some of the ones we've already done. Also, after these previews are done, we're going to be doing some top goalie episode, top D-man episode, top forwards. We'll get into some draft strategy. And of course, during the regular season, we have three episodes that come out every week looking at different players to help strengthen your roster. If you're listening via podcast, remember to hit follow, hit that heart, depending what platform you're watching on there. Just for the reasons I just said, so you don't miss out on different videos to 
really help strengthen your roster and hopefully get you those fantasy wins this year. Anyways, we'll be out in a bit with another one there and enjoy the rest of the fantasy offseason. And good luck in your upcoming fantasy drafts here, fantasy owners.